Yes, indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like, why does practicing the physical arts between a loving, active couple cause memory loss? Which is something I seem to remember reading in a Rolling Stone magazine on page 64, paragraph 3, while sitting in a park in London on October the 14th, 2002 at 3.46pm. Hi, America. Wow. Hello, world. My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host, Welcome to the show, more questions than answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you, to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events. The Mysterious Strange supernatural unusual bizarre and just plain weird if you have just tuned in especially to hear the show then i admire your taste if you have just tuned in by accident then i admire your luck i am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the midwest plains with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door each week, we press our ear against the bedroom while we listen to the dulcet tones of my mother snoring, picking and pulling on her unconscious mind. The last thing she listened to before she went to bed, she snores the very same tune. Let's have a listen. Bass. Wait. And that's why my mother's what? sleeping so well. Good. So God. she'll be out for a couple of days. We can have a party. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show, so let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and effervescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society, and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also our producer and sound engineer. Heather went into a five-star hotel this week to use the bathroom. It's now a two-star hotel. <gasps> Welcome to the show, Miss Morris. I don't like you very much. Made a lot of mess, didn't you, little girl? <gasps> yeah. It was you. It was me. Was it you blaming it on me? Yes. 
I also wish to introduce the man and crazy <laughs> Michelle Corey. You jumped in, didn't you? A little. <laughs> she was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle asked Heather and I to go with her to see her therapist this week, as he thinks Michelle is making us up. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. They're mad, they're bad, and they're paranormal. This is Season 3, Episode 25. We enter, as always, the first round that we call General Lack of Knowledge, armed with the non-flushing gong of infinite knowledge, the wet towels of statistics, and the mouldy shower curtain of facts. (laughs) Stand back, Michelle. Lord. Oh my goodness. Oh, what was that? Wow, that wasn't the gong, was it? Something fell down. What was it? It wasn't That's me. That's the most impressive <laughs> gong noise I've heard this season. Well done. Someone just lost a leg or an arm. Something fell off. The midget shouldn't have brought it in like that. Well, he was drunk. I wasn't going to leave him outside on the sidewalk, was I? It can be dangerous out there for good looking midgets this time of night on a Friday. What are you thinking, Morris? Wow. On this day. In 1586, Sir Walter Raleigh brought tobacco to England from Virginia for the very first time. So in the history of MQTA Radio, for the very first time, I cannot believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about tobacco. Oh, God. Now, how many pounds of eggplants would you need that contain the same amount of nicotine as a cigarette? 56. your eggplant, you're quick on the draw tonight, aren't you? Have you got a date? Do you want to get away quickly? Is this what's happening? Yep. Ooh. Imagine you've got your eggplant. And of course, in Britain and Europe, we call that an aubergine. You always leave this show with more than you arrive with. Aubergine. So how many pounds of eggplants, nearest one wins, contains 56. exactly the same amount of nicotine as a cigarette? What are you going with, Maurice? 56. 56. Your choice. Michelle Corey, if you wish to embrace it, is to go higher or lower. How many pounds of aubergine eggplants would you need? You're going higher. You should have gone lower. <gasps> Miss Morris has indeed won tonight's Yay. first swollen, bloated purple plant mm. points. It is 20. You need 20 pounds of aubergines Ooh. to make up the same amount of nicotine you find in a cigarette. Kids behind the school bike shed smoking eggplants. Can you believe such things? Pass the eggplant around. We can't afford a whole packet, right? Do you know the difference between eggplant and snot? Kids will eat snot. Oh, (laughs) gross. Eggplants come, of course, from the chicken plant. A very, very rare and unknown fact. You need a couple of chicken plants to make an eggplant. It's all very, very true. But Miss Morris has scored two swollen purple glossy points this evening. Nicotine is the tobacco plant's evolutionary defense mechanism. What does the plant do to protect itself? So you've got a field full of nicotine plants. What do you think that plant is doing? The nicotine in the plant, the chemical, is doing something to protect itself. What do you think that plant's doing? Well, this is the question, isn't it? If I gave you the answer, there'd be more answers than questions. And that's not the show we're playing. It has a bitter taste. It has a bitter taste for what? Aminals. Manimals. Yes. <laughs> Any specific manimals? Mm, deer. You, you've been on the sauce early, haven't you? So there's deer. What sauce are you talking about? I know. It's pretty much all gone and we're only five minutes in. You need to pace yourself. <laughs> Those pints of schnapps are going down quickly, aren't they? Deer. Mm. You're saying that whole herds of deer 
are working their way through. Yes, thank you for doing yeah. the sound of a deer eating <laughs> any kind of rumen, and that's very impressive. Are going through fields of tobacco in Puerto Rico, and the nicotine deer in the plant stops deer. the deer from eating it. You're going with that, are you? Yes. Michelle Corey, what's your answer? Insects. You're 100% right when the insects oh, eat the Chad. nicotine plant. <laughs> Chad's raising his hand. Nope. Nope, too late. On me, on me. <laughs> too late, there's dead flies on it. Wow. This is true. The insects are sick when they eat the plant. The other thing it does that's very impressive is the tobacco plant gives off a scent when it feels like it's being eaten or attacked. And that then attracts the predators of the insects. And the predators come along and then eat the insects. Wow. It's all very clever. Mm. And you've got to love nature. This goes to prove, basically, that God exists, doesn't it? Now... When my cat's done cleaning herself, she smokes a cigarette, you know. I've seen her do it. She wow. really gets involved and she's in Mimi. there. She's really clean. Yes, I love my cat. Little Mimi. Now, on this day in 1952, Puerto Rico became a self-governing US Commonwealth. But also on the same day in 1898, the first US troops landed and occupied the islands. This is quite the day for Puerto Rico. So... For the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about Puerto Rico. Now, Barceloneta is a small municipality in the north of the island. It is famous for having what coloured sand on its beaches. So all you have to do tonight to win the points is to offer up the colour of the beaches on the north side of the island, Miss Morris. Or black. You're putting your chips on black and red. <laughs> Darn it. You see what's happened there, don't you? It was going to happen one day. You're going with black. If you had to choose one, if you just had to put your chips on one. what Black. Would you? You're, you sure? Yeah. You don't want to go red? No. You sure? Yeah. You're definitely going to go black. Yes. There's no going I back. won't go back. There's no... <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit early for that. Mm, No, it's not. (laughs) I wanted to go red. (laughs) I've seen redheads that get moonburn because they go out at night. (laughs) I love this show. I love this show. So you're committing to black, are you? Yes. Michelle Corrie, you have all the colours of the rectum to choose from. What are you going with? Red. It is, in fact, blue. (laughs) The beaches in the north side of Puerto Rico and Barceloneta are in fact blue. I'm going to give you some extra points. I'm feeling very philanthropic. I like giving my points away. <laughs> yes. Why are the beaches blue? Simple enough question. What's making the beaches blue, Morris? Because birds suddenly appear. Oh. <gasps> every time you are near. Yep. Just like me, they long to be. <laughs> blue. In the blue. <laughs> You're going with blue because of birds. And what are the birds doing? Poo. Bird poo makes the sand blue. blue. I like it. <laughs> I'm a poet and I know it. Michelle, what are your choices? What are you going with? Why is the sand blue in the northern part of Puerto Rico? Blue crab shells. You're going to go with crabs. Any answers, Chad? <laughs> Anything you want to step up and get yourself oh. some points? I'd say it's got to be algae. Makes you flamingos are pink. On fire. <laughs> yes. Ooh. 
It is in fact blue jellyfish, but the blue jellyfish leave an algae and a slime behind. That is in fact blue. Nice. Chad isn't Ooh, even playing the Chad. game, he and wins. he's tying for the lead with a marvelous squidgy jellified two points. <laughs> wow. The fat jellyfish have survived for six hundred and fifty million years despite not having a brain. Gives hope to many people in this country, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah that's true. Yes. Barceloneta is also known as the Pineapple City because of its extensive pineapple plantations. It's also home to the most pharmaceutical countries companies. Countries? The oh, most really? pharmaceutical <laughs> companies oh, anywhere yeah. in the world. There's more pharmaceutical companies in that town wow. than anywhere else in the world. It's to do with the purity of the water. Oh. Because if they're using huh. and manufacturing drugs, they don't have to the blue water. filter the yeah. water. Well, that's the sand. <laughs> Rather than the water, I would suggest. Ah. Mm. Now, there's no natural mammals found on the island of Puerto Rico. None. The moment the first people arrived and Christopher Columbus discovered the islands. They ate them all? No, they weren't any there. There were no mammals on the entire island. Oh, I don't no. believe it. No, no bats, no little mice. No. No mammals at all. I don't believe all. it. The only mammals introduced that are there now are the ones that have been brought over, like horses, cattle, cats and dogs. People. Now... I will sell you this. There's points to be won. A dog did uniquely exist naturally on the island. It was the only mammal, but it's now extinct, unfortunately. And it was famous for not having a what? So the only dog, the only mammal on the whole of that island that was natural is extinct. It was a dog, a breed of dog, but it didn't have this. I just need you to tell me is what the dog sense didn't have. Is it a sense or an have. appendage? <laughs> What do you mean a sense? Yes, it felt sad. It was a dog that was sad. No. It lacked the if it didn't have an appendage. Like, like it couldn't smell or like it didn't have a tail. And I'm going to go one of those two. Well, why don't you try? Why don't you suggest it didn't have its twig and berries, which is why it became extinct? Yeah, that too. It was the twig and berryless dog. Yes. What are you going with? Tail, sense of smell. You didn't tell me if it was a sense or an actual physical attribute. It's a physical attribute. Then no tail. No tail. Schwanzless dogs. Yes. On Puerto Rico, originally nasty. Yes. What did this dog have missing, Michelle? Its bark. It's had its bark. Anything you want to add to that, Chad? Fur? <laughs> Good <laughs> job. Be one of them. <laughs> Fur it took me a week. Dogs. <laughs> I blunted three razors. <laughs> Cat shaving. <laughs> I'm going to shave your dog. Oh, wow. Hey. That's a great pickup oh, line. I had that yeah. It's worked on many occasions. <laughs> That's how I met your mother. <laughs> wow. Controversial. It did not have a bark. It was a famous Man. barkless Man. dog. Michelle, I'm so impressed. I'm going to push the boat out into the bay amongst the blue jellyfish and give you a nice barkless three. Thank you. I'm good to you. Mm -hmm. Is that what a hush puppy is? Yes. Wait a second. You said it was an appendage. A bark isn't an appendage. You said, was it physical? I said, yes. A bark is a physical attribute. It comes from the voice box. What are you complaining about? That you're not I'm winning? I'm going to give you the beats. You're going to give me the beats, are you? <laughs> you see what I have to deal with in this studio? Wow. You know, she's had half a drink. Look at her in there. She's putting knuckle dusters on. She's rolling her sleeves up. Getting a beat Redneck down. Morris is giving me the beats at the end of the show. Wow. That's some side eye, man. Unbelievable. Do you know you can tell if a redneck's married because there's spittle on both sides of the truck? 
Wow. So I had to throw that out there. <laughs> there goes half our listeners. My dog had its own blog for a while. Did you know that? But then he decided to go back to just pointless incessant barking. I love that dog. Wow. We can't crack knock-knock jokes, can we? You go knock-knock and the dog goes... <laughs> and it's game over. <laughs> you can't get through it. You can't get past it. Knock-knock. <laughs> wow. Can't even get me joke out. Great. Seriously, every time someone's at the door, that dog's nuts. Unbelievable. Nuts. Barking away in the background. Damn now, you beans. Mm. On this day... In 1832, the first ever railroad accident took place in the U.S. in a town called Quincy in Massachusetts. Hello, Robin, by the way, in Massachusetts. Hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. Killing one person. So the first ever railroad accident in America, 1832, one person died. So for the first time in the history of MQ, TA Radio, I cannot believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about trains. Mm. Michelle, when was the last time you had a tender behind? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. The fact that Morris says what makes it funnier. We're on the same page. Yep. I love this show. It's a joy. Grand Central Station in New York. Imagine you're sat there. You're reading your newspaper, all the thousands of people. All I need you to do is to tell me how many passenger platforms there are. A Grand Central Station, the nearest one, will win the points. Miss Morris. 20. You're going to go with 20. Do you remember the scene in The Fisher King? Do you remember? No. With Robin Williams. No. Directed... By that fantastic Monty Python, mm. American. He was born in White yep. Bear Lake in Minnesota. Yep. Terry Gilliam directed The Fisher King. There was a moment where they were walking through Grand Central Station and everyone stopped and started dancing. And then at the end of the song, they carried on walking in various directions. If you get a chance to see that on YouTube, type in Grand Central Station, The Fisher King. That is a magical piece of cinematography and i love terry gilliam i met him once walking down the king's road in chelsea had a big fedora i said hello fantastic gentleman many of my favorite films like brazil if you get a chance to see brazil with jonathan price that is an amazing film i love the work of terry gilliam you went with 20 56 what are you on i said 20 where were you you never listen to me i don't (laughs) i like talking that's the problem and then i lose track of where i was 20 michelle corey Less. You think there's less than that. Chad, you can win some points. What are you going to go uh, with? The term is fewer. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to give you minus two because at the end of the day, when all's said and done, you've just won yourself a Venn diagram and you're sitting in it. So the answer is 44, would you believe? Oh. There are 44 passenger platforms at Grand Central Station. Miss Morris has a 10 minutes late, running to the train, suitcase in one hand, whistle blowing, smoke everywhere, resplendent four. Thank you. Did you know the US embraced four time zones only after trains enabled faster travel across the continent? It didn't matter about time zones when you had a horse and you couldn't get anywhere fast, could you? Yes, there's four in your country. (laughs) I feel like we're at school. Michelle, take that crown out of your nose. If you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you are now welcome to have your first shot. Wow, never mind a shot. Why not neck the bottle? Wow. 
There was three in a row. It's like a Tommy gun. Sorry. The Tommy gun that put the roar in the roaring 20s. I've never known such things. There was three in a row. You can have four shots. Neck the bottle would be my advice. We're not going to make it to the half hour point, are we? No. Unbelievable. Yes, there are four time zones in your country, Miss Morris. If you want to be Pacific. Oh, no. Okay. Breathe. Breathe. Think of your breathing, Michelle. She's lying on the floor next to me. We need oxygen in here. We could do with a cylinder of oxygen. Wow. If a train in Japan is even one minute late, all the passengers get a certificate. I just need to know why. And the people that drive those trains, the train It's a drivers, refund. They get a certificate for a refund, you Or think? a credit. We can do that. We can put that in. That's your answer. Yeah. Michelle Corey. Why do Japanese passengers get a certificate? Because the engineer is ashamed. There is a lot of shame involved and they have someone come over a loudspeaker and uh, basically apologise. And uh, the driver has to go away and put a samurai sword through his uh, lower intestinal tract, (laughs) which is why they're short of train drivers in Japan. But you'll Mm. never find a late train. It's almost an anomaly. Chad, anything you want to add to that? Why do they get a certificate? Is it to explain why they're late for work? You are on fire, (gasps) sir. Oh, my God. You're now up to four points. Yes, it's to explain. Yeah, who invited you? So that he just arrived one day. I don't know where he came from. He just turned up Wandered on the doorstep. In off the from street. the floor hole. It is true. They have a certificate. Chad's 100% correct. So they can show their boss why they are late. The word train dates back to the 14th century. But what does it mean? What does the word train actually mean? You are leaving Moving this show. Moving in a line. With more than you mm. arrive with. What are you saying there, Miss Morris? Moving in a line. Moving in a line. The word train, like a train across the floor, means moving. So ants move in a train, do they? Yeah. Wow. I could see that happening. Moving yeah. in a line. Yeah. Michelle Curry, what does train mean? Well, it's the long part, the back part of your dress. It is the back part of a wedding dress. This is true. Mm-hmm. What does train mean? <laughs> One after another. Oh, one after another. Any thoughts, Chad? You're in thought there. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with. In tandem. Oh. It actually means treachery, deceit, and trickery. Mm. You're I think, a liar. Damn those newfangled. <laughs> <laughs> Trickster. Yes, I've been making this up yes. for the last five years and no one spotted it. Yeah, Tell I wondered at what time. <laughs> The gig would be blown. Yeah. It's been blown. I've, my cover's gone. I've been making this up. None of this is true. Do you think I've got time to waste looking this rubbish up? It's true. I've blown the gaff. It's all over. The gig's yep. gone. I'm out Done. of here. Good luck, Done. ladies. I uh, shall see you tonight in the bar. Yeah. It means treachery, deceit, and trickery. Damn those newfangled deviled machines belching Satan's smoke right out of the tunnels of Hades. I Wait think- a minute. I just looked up train on the internet, and it looks like it means a whole different thing. Well, I got my results from everything from you Wikipedia. need to know about trains. <laughs> from Wikipedia. Oh, no, 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 it was from... not on Wikipedia that I saw it. Chad! So for the first time on MQTA, <laughs> the get... quiz master's being challenged, is he? Ooh. He's getting fact-checked. <laughs> <laughs> then we're in a whole lot of trouble, aren't we? We've got problems. 
<laughs> now we're in trouble. We've been getting away with it for five. Is it warm in here? Isn't it warm? <laughs> no, I'm fine. Roasting, I isn't feel it? good. Wow. Unbelievable. The tide has turned. Uh. Yes, but I'm still in charge of the bell and the points. <laughs> <laughs> While I have my bell, mm. I'm in charge. <laughs> I'm sure that train was running with a skeleton crew. Oh, there was a crew on the one I saw. Oh, God. That was then... But this is now. Michelle has scored three. I'm yet to score. God. Heather's got four. Yeah. Chad went down to minus two, but he's now back up to four again. And it's tied <laughs> for the lead. <laughs> we get to our favourite part of the show. It's oh, the mailbag! We love mailbag. These are good things. If you wish to write to us, if you wish to pass on your comments, most people do that through Facebook, actually. If you go to more questions than answers with... Adrian Lee, everything is there for you. All of the stories that we can't read out, everything we've got on the show, all the chat, the cartoons, the banter. There's so much fun and frivolity mm-hmm. on there. It's ridiculous. But if you go to Facebook, more questions and answers, you can leave your comments for the show on there. Now, a gentleman, he's based in New York. His name is Heater. He actually wrote a blog about us he gave us a review amazing for more questions and answers i'm not going to read the whole thing but if you go to our facebook site and click on that it will be directing you to heater's blog post he has written a fantastic blog about the show he said i recently stumbled upon more questions and answers on the dark matter digital network and they instantly made a fan out of me mr spock once said the greater the intellect the greater the need for play he must have been talking about NQ. Yay! Yes. Oh. Thank you, Heater. This ensemble of bright, funny, and terribly likable people <laughs> <laughs> have a blast presenting, as they declare, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. And the fun is infectious. Fabulously captained by author and researcher. I notice how you emphasize that. Adrian Lee. (laughs) Captain. With a melodic British accent. Whatever. Lightning quick comeback, setting the tone. The crew includes Heather and Michelle, two ladies. (laughs) (laughs) With unabashed humor, which I think means you just say anything you want uncensored. True. And the souls of bawdy buccaneers. Yeah. I love Where's, a your buccaneer. Where's your buccaneers? I got two bucks. On the side a of your buccaneers. Buccaneer. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what was that about my head? Yes, oh. two jokes for the price of one. Yeah. One in your left ear and one in your right ear. And if you've got a wild frontier in there as well. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Chad, who adroitly weaves his way around this weekly carnival of the mind. Nice, Chad. Listen and love this show as much and as soon as possible. There we go. That's very kind of you, sir. So great. We appreciate those fabulous words. He's listening, of course, every Friday night at 10 p.m. Central Time on the Dark Matter Digital Network. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world and i will be reading out in a few minutes time the top 10 countries that listened to us last week and there's a few in there that may take you by surprise Mm, i like it very very interesting john has simply posted love you guys and love this show thank you david has written my favorite all-time show so many (gasps) thanks for that David. david wow he's written got my vote can't beat heather and her great accents (gasps) 
true. Ooh. So true. Adrian's mother snoring songs. Aww. And Michelle's ability to put up with a lot of you. <laughs> <laughs> now, he has voted for us. We have been nominated. This is very important. We've only got a week to go. We've been nominated in the 2018 Podcast of the Year Awards. We've been nominated in two categories. Comedy, because people think we're funny. <laughs> we're getting away with it. Don't yeah. highlight the fact. Mm. And also the people's choice. We would love for you to vote for us. That's how we're going to get a chance of winning. And it's not one of these deals where you can go on every five minutes and vote. You actually have to register your email address, put your name in there. That's all you have to do. But if you would like to vote for us, we would be very, very grateful. So if you go to podcastawards.com, yeah. you need to go to the little blue sign that says nominate. You write in your name, you write in your email address, and then you need to find us in the comedy awards and also the people's choice. And we yes, would please. be very, please. very grateful. We would love to have that written on our websites. And on our Facebook, can you imagine writing the winner of the 2018 Podcast of the Year Awards in the category of comedy when I started out wanting a serious paranormal talk radio show? <laughs> it's amazing how things evolve and get away from you very quickly, isn't it? Yeah. Sam in Australia has also written that they voted and they go on to say, you're all so funny. I'm lost for words. Oh, Martin, our good friend in New York, also posted. We love you. <laughs> he's written voted twice because I'm so nice. Yes, he is. He did vote twice, but he's had to do that through different email addresses. Because he's sneaky. If you've yeah. got other email addresses, vote for us more than once would be oh, my advice. <laughs> yes, please. Now, Martin is also a good Patreon. Mm. He is. This yep. show's free. It'll always be free. We enjoy being here. We enjoy doing the show and spending our Friday nights with you but we do run up a lot of costs there's lots of costs for the yeah. studio of course and all of the platforms i'm about to list we have to pay for yeah. so this show's free you can access it for free on dark matter digital network at 10 o'clock on a friday night central time of course there are three different time zones in america so you're gonna have to work that out for three now huh? wow now it's back to three, back to three? yes including central time but not hawaii not Hawaii. <laughs> or Puerto Rico. <laughs> it gets so confusing. In Britain, there's just one. It's all good. There's nothing poisonous. There's, everything's brown and benign. It's just there's no mosquitoes or poison ivy or snails that climb up your bottom when you're swimming and hold all night parties and things called chiggers. Or sun. Unbelievable. Or sun. <laughs> Dangerous. So. If you go to patreon.com, you can donate a single dollar to the show. We would be very grateful. Jasmine from Patreon has posted, all I can say is, ha, 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 best show ever. Made oh, my month, wow. day, and year. She nice. goes on to say, best money spent on Patreon, you guys. Thank you very much. And Sam and Michael are also new Patreon listeners, and they're giving Thank us a one dollar so so donation, which allows us to put this show out. And five, one of them. That's very yeah. true. You can yeah. oh, give wow. us more than a dollar. Of course, that was kind of the bare minimum. Yeah, you can't buy a Mars bar for a dollar these days. You can't buy a Big Mac for a dollar. If no. you. Even buck burgers are two bucks now. That's true. true. That's true. Penny chews are ten cents. It's unbelievable. <laughs> That's all we can afford. So if you wish to donate, you're welcome to do so on there. And as I said, you do get a lot for your dollar. You get to listen to the show first and many, many other things. That's patreon.com MQTA radio. Jamie asked this week, what is Shogunor 
value. Hi, Jamie. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and how do I attain some? <laughs> I love Shagunov. You need to meet me behind the back of the studio <laughs> when or... we finish the show, and I'll give you some Shagunov value. Oh, mm. good Lord. Jamie, don't do it. <laughs> yes, you remember that night, do you? I do. I get mine at Dairy Queen. <gasps> I can tell. Yeah. Shock. And awe. Shock and awe. <laughs> Shock and awe. <laughs> Shock and awe value. That actually goes back to my teaching career. You know, I was a teacher for like 15 years back in Europe. We were told that we had to show the kids an element of shock and awe. So that's where it comes to. It's my teaching career. I remember teachers walking around while I was talking to the kids and I said, you've come to a really good part of the lesson. This is the shock and awe part. Mm. So shock and awe value comes from my teaching career. If you wish to write us messages of support, if you wish to tell us the things you like about the show, you can go to our Facebook account, More Questions and Answers, with Adrian Lee. And all of the stories, all of the fun, all of the banter and the jokes are on there. We have 6,100 followers on there. If you wish to listen to the show, we have archives that are completely 100% free. They're on SoundCloud. You can go to MQTA Radio and every single show from the last five years is there back to back. If you're on a long car journey, if you're working in the yard. If you're in the gym, if you're walking the dog, you can binge listen to the show. And if you're listening now on SoundCloud, why don't you press the little orange love heart and tell us how much you enjoy the show. And we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes at the top of the hour when we go off air in a round <gasps> called Not For Your Mother. Oh. Some people tell me it's their favorite part of the show, but we cannot read those stories out on air for fear of being removed or getting a hefty fine because they're filled with... Innuendo. They have elements of... Naughty. They're laden with masses of sticky... Shuggernaut. So, at the end of this show, when we finish, when you hear the outro, jump onto SoundCloud, find MQTA Radio. You get an extra 20 to 25 minutes of filth, ultimately, is Mm -hmm. where we are. But we're also on Twitter. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Brussels Sprouts. We're on Gasbox. Tune in. If you can't find us, yeah. you've only got yourself to blame. But mm-hmm. if you're listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, please leave us a review. That helps us enormously. You can write to me on my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips, T-I-P-S. We have 100,000 followers on there. And if you're looking for a summer read, all of my books are available. Go to Amazon, search for Adrian Lee. I have seven or eight books on there. History, Ghosts, Hauntings, How to Be Psychic, Things on Christianity. There's a whole series of books on there something for everybody and my book how to be a christian psychic what the bible says about healers mediums and paranormal investigators is on there as well i promised 10 minutes ago that i would read out the top 10 <gasps> countries listening to us last week number one the good old us of a number two the united kingdom making me feel homesick three is australia so we're big down under apparently I Canada comes in at number four. I said there'd be a surprise this week. And there's always one country that comes in and you're thinking, who's listening there? How many people must they have? How does that happen? It's the Seychelles. The Seychelles? The Seychelles, a small little island. That's my name, Seychelles. Off of the east coast of Africa. (laughs) They have a population of 94,000. How did they manage to sandwich themselves between Canada and Korea? I don't know, but I love them. I love it. Korea is now at number six. We have Egypt at seven. Germany at eight. They got knocked out early. (laughs) (laughs) Singapore is number nine. And at number ten is Spain. 
thank you to all of those individuals thank you if you're listening in the Seychelles let me know who you are because there must be a very large number of people if they're just behind Canada yes please to get in the charts this is remarkable they've come from out of nowhere we're going to demand a drugs test you'll be weeing into a beaker (laughs) in the next few minutes no Holland unbelievable Holland's been pushed out you need to do better come on Holland come on Holland get your finger out this is terrible now (laughs) Dr. Chad Peters delivers mm. his random fact of the evening. Civil play, Monsieur Peters. 7% of American adults believe chocolate milk comes from brown cows. It doesn't? What? That's just 7% right there. I bet they don't eat beef jerky. That's a lot of people. I still think there's a larger percentage of people that don't have any clue that potato chips are made from potatoes. I think if you go online, there's a large number Ooh. of people that don't know what chips are made from. Oh, that's a good question. I 100% guarantee that is the case. We now enter the round that we call Ghosts and Hauntings. Michelle's on three. I'm yet to score. Miss Morris has clambered into a very strange and bizarre lead covered in chocolate milk and a laughing cow in the background. Chocolate milk's coming out of its nose if you tickle it. Chad <laughs> is also on four. This is the round called Ghosts and Hauntings. And remember, we don't do orbs. Jenny McCarthy fears her house is haunted after a scary video. Jenny McCarthy shares eerie home security footage. The 45-year-old posted the clip to Facebook on Monday, claiming it proved her house was haunted. Wearing a long blue dress, Jenny is seen looking at herself in a living room mirror. But when she leaves the room, with no one else there, the piano in the corner appears to start playing on its own. We experienced this. Do you remember doing an investigation with the International Paranormal Society about 10 years ago in a place called Manterville? We was in a theatre in, I believe, the county of Dodge, Dodge County. And there was a piano by the stage. And we left a DVR, digital voice recorder, running on the top of the piano. And when we went to do the evidence review, you could hear the piano playing on the DVR but there was no one around the piano do you remember such wonders yeah it was my DVR that was your DVR it's true these things happen do you remember on Ghostbusters where Bill Murray walks in and goes yep and he says they hate that (laughs) (laughs) best line of the film (laughs) Donnie Jenny calls out to her husband Donnie Wahlberg did you know she was married to Donnie Wahlberg yes I did where have I been I'm obviously not reading the fashion magazines that you see by the cashier register do you of the supermarket Donnie, someone just played the piano, she yells. He asks who it is, to which she replies, I don't know. The eerie footage was posted earlier this week with the caption, Haunted. Just happened in my house. I had to look at the security tape to prove it. More than 180,000 people have seen the clip and fans were quick to offer their views. If you didn't believe in ghosts before, you would now, one wrote. Another commented, you've got a ghost in your house. But other eagle-eyed viewers pointed to the sound of the piano, bearing a significantly similar sound to the startup jingle of Google Home. Google Home is a type of smart speaker which allows users to use voice commands and creates a similar sound as it is turned on. Google Home or chill to the bone. You decide, go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, and you will see the video footage of Jenna McCarthy's haunted piano playing their few in glorious technicolor i should give myself two points for being informative and a little bit spooky do you think she's going to have the house vaccinated against uh, ghosts now 
vaccinated. It's just one of these ghost vaccines you can have. Exercised. Mm. We could exercise a piano. Get the holy water out. Bit of fun. Bit of smudging there mm. on the keyboard. It could happen. We can do that. We can exercise instruments. If you wish us to exercise your tuba, your saxophone, your linoleum. Mm. I used to play on the linoleum when I was a I'll kid in my it. music lessons. It's true. We can come there with our sage, with our frankincense and with our holy water and make that happen for you. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? An Oregon woman who found a mountain lion in her living room says she relied on frequency and attunement. <laughs> And feline speak. I blinking. Shut over her arms, so I'm back on. The telepathy to calm the animal and safety guide. This manimal again. Safe, safely guided Are you out okay? after it took a six hour nap behind a six her couch. Hour nap behind the couch. It was full. It was full. Those arms are very filling, aren't they? This is wild. Lauren Taylor of Ashland posted on Facebook at the beginning of July. Taylor, who is not immediately available for comment, wrote about her encounter with the wild animal on social media platforms, saying the animal entered the household after drinking from a fountain or pond. Or That'll be a fountain lion. Or, uh, <laughs> or possibly even my drinking glass near the back door. Taylor said the cougar entered through an open door and said it was likely unaware it was walking indoors at first because of plants and stairs that are built around tree branches. A housemate shouted after seeing the animal and Taylor said the cougar was agitated and tried to leave through a closed window before hiding behind the sofa. When Taylor went to check on the animal, a bit later she found it was asleep. When I made a noise, this is Oregon, is it? She woke up and wow. looked startled. So I consciously raised my frequency, mm. gazing lovingly into her eyes, and communicated using feline speak, eye blinking, to calm her. That's when it ripped my abdomen out and threw <laughs> me around the room like a rag doll. So she's blinking slowly. Watch. Like she's making love to the mountain lion. That is like how you is. communicate with cats. If you blink at cats, if cats blink back how to you... How you tell them to bug off? Well, you kick them up the backside at that point. Hey, right. no! But cats blinking means that they trust you so much they're willing to take their eyes off you. So if you blink at a cat, you're telling the cat you trust it because you're willing to take your eye off of it. Just see where we are. She said... It was amazing, and I realized that it worked. I gazed lovingly and then blinked hard, and then she did it back. Then she went back to sleep, poor little pussycat. Taylor explained. Was that a snow? Can we get a drink out of <laughs> Taylor explained in her post that cats are extremely psychic and perceptive mm. of energy. She, Obviously. Yeah, I know. She's doing the little winky eye, giving it to the <laughs> pussy cat. Well, my mom said if I had nothing nice to say. <laughs> Should you encounter a cougar, officials say make yourself appear bigger by putting up your arms up and out and make a noise to shoo the animal away. <laughs> Or something it's like no that. It's no doing actions. We're on the radio. You turning. can't do actions. <laughs> and the medium you... of radio doesn't allow you to do actions. And then you turn around and around and running may appear. You might appear like prey. So don't do that. But just go. I'm scared. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, I'm I won't be cougar. giving you my winky eye. 
I am yes. picking up good vibrations. <laughs> Or I'm picking up my intestines. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. <laughs> More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Spirit throws stones at explorers in abandoned building. Explorers are terrified as paranormal force throws stones at them. Australian ghost hunters from Haunted Down Under were at the historic River Mill in Queensland when the terrifying incident happened. Having explored the downstairs, they moved up to the attic to find the environment changing. They started nearing the unusual banging noises when suddenly, as the footage shows, a rock fell to the ground in front of the group. Where did that come from? One of the team asked as they began analysing the video. It was up in the attic we started another session and we had a stone thrown at one of our devices on the floor, said Briar Ford. The team also used SLS cameras to see if any paranormal bodies may be present and it appeared to show a shadowy figure lurking next to one of the investigators. Haunted Down Under believes River Mill's large collection of antique objects from different places could have a spirit attached to them. We have encountered cases where spirits are attached to people and move around that way, said team member Nadine Gray. It comes after another team of paranormal investigators were left stunned after exploring the supposedly haunted abandoned house. I've had rocks thrown at me at Paranormal Investigations. We were in the Mounds Theatre in Eastside St. Paul. And I think about 10 years ago, I investigated that theatre more than any other building. I reckon I did 150 investigations in there with teams. And I was in the basement, pitch black, and a stone suddenly fell. And it was a concrete bunker. It was a coal bunker. There was no rocks on the walls or anything like that. And we were standing in a circle and I heard the stone drop to the floor. We recorded it on our DVRs. We turned the lights on and there was a big stone in the middle of the floor. No one had any clue where it came from. I mistakenly picked it up, put it in my pocket and forgot about it. I took it home with me, fell asleep, woke up during the lunch the following day because obviously as a paranormal investigator, you're sleeping in very odd hours. Every potted plant in my house was moved into the lounge and they were all in the shape of a pyramid. Spirit throwing stones or chilled to the bones. You decide to go to our Facebook site, you will see the video for yourself, that's more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. I should give myself more points. I'm up to a rock-throwing four. Michelle, mm. what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? A transgender medium gained supernatural powers when she became a woman. So he, it was a man? Yep. Bits and pieces removed? Yep. Carrot and onions gone? Yep. Suddenly psychic? Yes. I'm not willing to take the risk, I don't mm. think. I'm happy to be we'll where see. I am in life. Let's we'll see. Beck Sawyer claims the doorway to the spirit world opened once the clairsentient decided to ditch her old life as an 18-stone bodybuilding bloke. 18 stones. That's about 350 pounds. You I know. Use, unbelievable. You can use those to build a lot of pyramids. You wouldn't want to have an argument, would you? (laughs) Now she is a full-time medium chatting to ghosts. Bex, 58, from Ilford, East London, said... Ilford? Mm -hmm. That's literally about two miles from where I lived in Britain. Maybe you know her. Wait a second. Yes? Is she a medium at large? Yes. Yes, very large. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You out there. I'm here all week. I like it. Tip try the, the fish. Tip, tip the fish. <laughs> <laughs> try the waitress and tip the fish. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I don't think the waitress will be pleased about that. Mm, you never know. <laughs> Try the waitress and tip the yeah. fish. <laughs> nice. Uh, all I wanted to do when I was younger was talk to spirits. I saw people doing it on the TV, but I could never do it myself. It wasn't until I went through my physical and emotional transition that the spirit stuff started to wake up. Since I have transitioned, it has all come together and allowed spirits to become closer to me. Being comfortable with myself has been like opening a door to their world. Bex married his wife, her wife, Nikki, 43, in 2007, and the pair have stayed together. She added, I do meet some homophobic spirits who don't agree with me, but I don't take it personally, really. It's about me expressing the person's personality and character, even if they don't agree with me. Spirits tell me what they think of me so that they can validate who they are. If a dad is homophobic, he won't lie about his homophobia, otherwise his relatives won't recognize him. I never want to change or filter what the spirits want to say. Wow. Opening a psychic door. Oh, that's got to be sore. You decide. <laughs> Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. You will see that interview in full. It's interesting that when you're a psychic and you talk to spirits, those spirits have to be put in the context of the historical period they're from. So she was saying that she's getting a lot of homophobic, a lot of... Uh, attitude from spirits that are perhaps from a period of history that wouldn't appreciate that it's very interesting in this country of course britain was the enemy at one point oh, i mean yes. due to politics at the moment we might be the enemy again but right where we are i went to fort snelling which is a huge fort in minnesota it was built started to be built in 1819 it was finished in 1823 it was built to stop the brits coming back down from canada and claiming the americans yes so I did a paranormal investigation at Fort Snelling. I walked straight through the doors, and the first spirit I came across told me to F off. Yeah. F off, Brit. Called me a limey, all kinds of terrible things. Mm. So you have to think about the context and the period from where you're from. But that's very, very interesting. Again, if you wish to see that, you can go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee. Miss Morris, <laughs> you have one more story in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings. Oh, do you ever feel like you're being watched? Yep. Or possibly you feel sudden and ex unexpected changes in the temperature. All ever. the time. Constantly. Ever. Ever. Living in a well, drafty house in Minnesota. We don't mean that. to worry you, but according to paranormal investigators, I would think that's us. This <laughs> might mean your house is haunted. Ooh. Or you've got problems with your central hair, or you live in Minnesota where it's very windy and cold. Well, according to six out of ten people... They actually believe in ghosts, and 23% of us think there are spooky things in their homes. Like your neighbors. I don't want to in my, my house. house. They better not <laughs> be in my spooky. house. Okay. I'm so good in the bedroom that when I'm finished, the neighbors smoke. Oh my god. No. You wish. No. Experts Barry Guy, Sandy Lochter, and your favorite, and I think you worked <gasps> with him, Chris Fleming... Yes, I've worked with Chris on a few That's things. right. Yeah. We'll be addressing the issue in a new, new mm. TV show, Help My House is Haunted. That's right. Ahead of the release, they've shared a list of 10 things to look out for if you think your house might be haunted. Mm. And so I'm going to give you the 10 things. Please do. maybe your house is haunted and Could be. you might need our help and you know how it goes. Who are you going to call? Well, number one is feeling like you're being watched. Okay. 
Yeah, I've got my eye on you. We're going to have to put cameras eye. up in the studio. If we get more than $100 on Patreon, we are going to put a camera up that in is our true. studio. That is true. Michelle's giving me the stinky eye at the moment. Yeah, Good. I am. Number two is feeling a sudden in inexplicable change in temperature or a sudden static electrical charge in the air. Mm-hmm. That's like a... Yeah. Let yeah. me rub my hands on my sweater. So, so cold. You like a sweater, don't you, Michelle? Mm, I like a moaner. Yeah, I prefer and a, a petter. <laughs> oh, I like a petter. <laughs> we all heard that, didn't we? We'll be taking off air. Yes. Well, it also says number three, household objects mysteriously disappearing and then reappearing in different places. Now, I have to be honest, that has happened a lot. Yes. As far as I'm concerned, with me, I've had that happen. I've got a cat who hides things. It's not paranormal activity. It's a cat that hides stuff. She tries to kill you. She does try to kill you. (laughs) Cat might be possessed. That is true. It is black. (laughs) La Chate Noire. Well, number four is also you hear unexpected whispers, footsteps, thuds, or someone calling your name. The neighbors. The neighbors. (laughs) <laughs> number five is seeing shadows or movements out of the corner of your eye your neighbors mm. <laughs> number six is frequent electrical problems such as lights inexplicably turning on and off or appliances not working or acting up that's just because i'm broke <laughs> um, number seven you buy all your electrical appliances on ebay <laughs> From the back of a truck. I get him on Janky. <laughs> That's because I bought him on Janky Craigslist. <laughs> Sketchy. <Yeah. laughs> That's where I get all my electrical appliances. Uh, number seven, feeling of being touched by unseen hands. That's happened frequently. Eight, unusual smells such as... God, that's a terrible one. Such as... Unexplained oh, wow! <laughs> that was one of... I won't go deaf in one. It's rattling... Things fell out my ear then. I've uh, never known such things. Unusual. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you might as well finish the bottle. That's, That's right. incredible. They're all Have having you had your adenoids right removed? Have you still got your adenoids? Yes. You do? Okay. Uh, I thought I heard them. Number nine is waking up unexpectedly between 3 and 4 a.m. Sensing dread or feel or feeling like you're being watched by your neighbors. <laughs> I have to go to work. <laughs> and number 10. And is feeling of grief or sadness in specific rooms or areas of the house because your neighbors are there. Mm. So basically, if you think you're being haunted, just check on your neighbors. That's right. It's probably them. It's mm-hmm. probably them. Unseen hand. Oh, that's warm on my gland. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. That ends the round. That is ghosts and hauntings. Michelle's on five. I've crept up to four. Heather's in the lead with six. And Chad is currently on four. We've got time for a couple of fabulous stories in the round of cryptozoology. What have you got for me tonight in the round of green men and hairy beasties? Mm, Baffled locals are trying to figure out what a massive, unidentified sea monster is after it washed up on a Philippines beach. The creepy white blob was captured on video as it floated in shallow waters in Mandero. In the footage, one man is seen poking the hairy creature with a stick. This is what you're going to do, isn't it? Every time. If you don't know what it is... Get a stick. Poke it with a stick. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. While another local takes photographs as waves crash around the mass. The video was posted on Viral Hog, and some viewers seem to think the mystery beast is a whale carcass. 
One viewer wrote, Dead whale, no mystery. Another simply posted, Dead whale. But some locals fear the washed-up remains bear an uncanny re resemblance to a so-called globster. A globster? Yep. Which was found in the Philippines in May. The huge, foul-smelling creature left villagers terrified that it could spell impending doom. They thought it could be a semi-mythological sea creature that washes up on beaches shortly before natural disasters. It is unclear at this stage what exactly it could be, but officials believe it is some kind of whale. Marine workers later arrived to take samples of the carcass, which officials believe was some sort of whale. Resident Tam Melling said at the same time an earthquake is heading for Oriental Mindoro. The big lobster is a sign of something bad is coming. Please pray for us. Wow. If you wish to see the globster that the man is poking with the stick, you can go to our <laughs> Facebook site. It's a globster, or I don't believe it's there. Go and have a look for yourself. You wait all year for a mythological sea creature story washed up on a beach, and then two come along at once. Mystery sea creature washes up on Scarborough Beach <gasps> in Ooh. Maine. Mm. The mystery sea creature washed up on Higgins Beach is believed to be some kind of shark washed ashore at Main Beach on Thursday morning. News Centre Main reports that the badly decomposed animal was found at Higgins Beach in Scarborough. It's about 15 foot long and 4 feet wide. The town's animal control officer said the poor conditions of the carcass is making it difficult to identify. Marine experts say they believe it is a species of shark and not a whale. The carcass has been removed from the beach and is being taken to a nearby landfill where it will be buried. Digging a shark grave, I'm done. Or sushi, anyone. You decide. <laughs> you can go to our Facebook site. <laughs> and that story is there for you with all of the pictures. Miss Morris, we have time for one more story in the round of the strange and the bizarre. It's the stories from around the world that don't fit easily into any other category, but are too good not to read out. Police in New Hampshire have accused a man of breaking into an auto dealership. Uh-oh. I know. And then he defecated on the floor and then stole a car. Oh, yeah. Yes. Defecated it, on the floor and yep. then stole a car. He pooped and ran. It's a, <laughs> one of them poop and run stories. <laughs> yes. Yes. So 26-year-old Christopher Rosati had been arrested Monday on charges of burglary, theft, criminal mischief, and breach of bail conditions. He had an arraignment on Tuesday, and it wasn't immediately known if he had a lawyer. Police say Rossetti broke into the Mer Merrimack business on Monday, and they say he let one rip on the floor. <laughs> let one rip on the floor. Yeah, laid some cable on the floor. And and then he tried to gain entry to the safe, which the floor defecation didn't help with that, before getting into a car and driving away. So he left skid marks. Oh. <laughs> well, I, no one can compete with that, can they? No. As he made his getaway, he struck other cars in the lot. All I can say is at least he made a deposit. I don't see what he did wrong. You did, he defecated on the floor. <laughs> Left skid marks. And then went off in the car. <laughs> yeah, right. hit a bunch of other cars. He's left plenty of DNA evidence behind, though, hasn't he? He yes. has. I'm sure the police are going through the motions. Mm. We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother. This means you have now found us. 
on one of our platforms. So thank you for coming to check us out. Thank you for tracking us down. This means you're tech savvy. I bet you can do all your own plumbing and open up your own garage doors. Very impressive. This is the round we cannot do on air for fear of being removed. If your mother's of a nervous disposition, if there's young minors in the room, they need to be removed. And why don't you press the little orange love heart if you're on SoundCloud at the moment to show us how much you love the show. Cut and paste the links. Tell the whole wide world on your social media. You're listening to the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world. And if you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher, you can write us a little review that says, good job, guys. We would be very grateful. A tattoo obsessed who covered 90% of his body in black ink has paid to have his genitals removed huh? because they were spoiling the view of what? his body art. Adam Curly Cow, 32, decided to tattoo his entire body, including his eyeballs, after getting diagnosed with cancer 10 years ago. Oh, Most people what? decide to cycle across America or climb a mountain or go parachute what? jumping. What? Or, you know, get chemo. There. What? What view? I mean, why couldn't he turn it into eggplant and banana? Eggplant and banana. <laughs> Comedy act of the 1970s. They had some jokes in there, the two of them. Eggplant and banana. Do you, do you not know what the male genitalia looks like, Heather? Through a straw. An, an um, eggplant and banana? Okay. Like together? <laughs> like both of them? There's a lot of men out there very wish. disappointed at the moment <laughs> that they don't have an eggplant banana. Has <laughs> <laughs> it always been purple? <laughs> <laughs> I can show you a banana split. Killer of dreams. <laughs> Killer of I dreams. There were two of them. Squisher of hopes. <laughs> yes. After realizing that his genitals disrupted his all black aesthetic, he decided to have them lopped off in Mexico. <gasps> that sounds legit. Yeah. He shared the gruesome results with his 25,000 Instagram followers. <gasps> when Adam Phil Kilanagra, Russia, was just 22, he was diagnosed with cancer of the large intestine. After months of radiotherapy, chemotherapy, molecular therapy and stem cell therapy, he was left with a very weak immune system. Although he successfully fought the disease, his immune system left him with several skin conditions and a partial disappearance of the pigment in his skin, otherwise known as albinism. He became very depressed, suffered from eating disorders and even attempted suicide. He said, I did not accept myself and others did not accept me. Tattoos allowed me to discover myself again. I became beautiful to myself. I always knew that I was different from the rest of society. My favourite colour, for example, has always been grey in different tones. And that's why my current skin colour is graphite. I design my tattoos because it's my body. I have a specific vision for myself and I do it step by step. Life is so short that I stopped wondering what will happen tomorrow. Life is here and now. He decided to Mexico's Jardine Hospital to have the operation to remove his nipples. Nipples? And his private parts. <gasps> That's a lot. He's getting his nipples removed. Jesus. Nip clips. And he's having the old carrot and onions removed as well. No, nurse. I said remove his spectacles. <laughs> covered in inking or what is he thinking you can see photographs of this young man if you go to our facebook site more questions and answers with adrian lee and he's something to look at for sure michelle Corey, what do you have for me tonight in the round of not for your mother oh a massachusetts man was arrested at a new hampshire planet fitness after he did naked yoga on the public gym floor. Don't they, they have big glass windows, don't they? Mm. 
mirrors. Big yes. black holes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Super massive. You're in the cat pose. Yeah. You're just about to make your way into the quivering guinea pig. Downward and then the dog. downward dog. <laughs> yeah. You've got the downward dog into the brain donkey. Sun salutation. Mm. And everyone's yeah. seeing. Yeah. Well, he's going to meet a tall dark stranger. Be lucky with money and look out for the number What about eight. the Mr. Miyagi pose? Yeah. Yes, there that. are a whole number of yoga poses unknown to the common layman that we need to introduce. I got a pose. I, I can see one. that. Lovely. That's one yeah. pose. Have you got a second one? I can't do it in my chair. <laughs> wow. Rest assured, ladies and gentlemen, that when we leave the studio in 10 minutes, she will be doing it in the car park. Yes, I will. <laughs> and don't you wish You're we had video welcome. for this. Yeah. I'm bendy. When- I'm flexible too. <laughs> I can make Friday and Saturday night. Oh. I love this show. When police apprehended 34-year-old Eric Stagnano, he told them he thought Plainstone, New Hampshire Fitness Center was a judgment-free zone. A reference to the franchise's marketing slogan. Officials say he was naked when he used the gym's yoga mats. Oh, did he use one of those big, what are those balls? Gym balls, exercise balls, Swiss balls? If you're in Mexico, no, no balls. Eggplant. Eggplant. Yes, he used the gym's yes. eggplant. <laughs> the story we got from witnesses was that the guy walked in, stripped right down there in front, and left the clothes and belongings at the front desk, walked back and forth across the gym a couple of times. Nice. And then settled in over at the yoga mats. Lovely. Plainstoke Police Captain Brett Morgan told the New Hampshire Union leader. Morgan told WBZ-TV that gym goers who witnessed Stagnano's routine said they felt disgusted, sick, and unsafe. That's to bleach themselves in the showers. Unsafe. I've seen, I've seen worse. Combat yoga. You've seen worse than yeah. a, a naked yoga man. Heck yeah. I've always felt unsafe around eggplants. Mm, I know. You have an irrational fear of them. And bananas. Well, yes. yeah, you don't want to mix the two. No. <laughs> Why would you? Together in one spot. Crazy. I'm afraid of their seeds. They'll keep you busy. <laughs> Stagnano was released on $1,000 bail and will appear in court in September. Nice. Mm. Downward cat. Namaste. Dirty yoga mat. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee, Miss Morris. Yeah. You have the last story tonight in the round that we call Not For Your Mother. You're going to squeeze in two, are you? Yeah. Well, let's Ooh. see. Go on, then. If you've got two, we've got two. They're fantastic. Does that help? I'm willing yes. to listen. I've noticed. Well, I've got a model from Sweden who's aiming for the world's biggest shake-a-bum-bum, shake-a-bum-bum. You know, that thing. Big butt. Booty. She's I'm going for the this. world's yeah. biggest ass. Yeah. She How is your to- ex? Ooh, oh. she wants to flaunt her asset. <laughs> yeah. That's right. She actually has, and I am not joking, a six foot wide ass. No! Yes, she does. That's taller than me. Sorry, I, I'm still on the fact. If you, again, how is your ex if you've got a six foot ass? I'm just saying. He was only five six. Oh, so. there you go. What? He was. He had aspirations to be a bigger ass and never made it. Oh, yeah. But seriously, with that thing, you couldn't go through doors. You couldn't drive. You couldn't around go in a on car. the airplane. You a couldn't six ride foot on the. Ass? She Let does. Me. I've seen pictures, and it's actually so true. that's three foot. 
cheeks then. I want to go That's on right. vacation with her. Then I look skinny. <laughs> trust, trust me, no one would be looking at you. No, you have to see her. You honestly have to see her. I swear to God. Natasha Crown spends her time gorging on pizza, pasta, and six kilos a month of Nutella <gasps> to gain the body of her dreams. She You'll has get there, my, Michelle. She You'll has get my there. dream life. That's going to go straight to your ass, sweetheart. <laughs> Doctors have revealed that she will need to keep it up in order to redistribute the fat and make her current 70-inch butt bigger. How are you wiping your bottom? You're going to have to have a sponge on a stick, You're going to have to have a midget. Oh, you need a team. You need a team of midgets. With what lots of supplies <laughs> with one of those toilet scrubbers one yes. of the most prestigious jobs you could have in the court was to be the wiper of the king's bottom that's true and it was a very very prestigious job henry the eighth had a man specifically yes. the stall cleaner mm-hmm. gong farmers you want to be a gong farmer when you grow up i've got a gong the here. groom of the stool that's a that's little so gong absolutely right well i'm looking to get a bigger one it's a very I thought it looked bigger in the shop. It sounded better in the shop. I brought the gong home. It just isn't is it, doing the business. Is it a sex thing? I'm, I just need to ask. What, is no. it? I don't know. What did you think, Chad? About it's, her butt? It's not something I'm really into. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a boobs guy. You're, you're not I thought you were gonna start singing I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brother can't deny. When a girl walks in with, with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. <laughs> no, some sort nothing. of popular beat combo oh, I hadn't previously been aware of. Was that well, the Beatles? Mix a lot. This is the first time you're hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Cultured Guy. <laughs> we will play it before next. Let's face facts. It's not for coffee for Stravinsky, is it? Is where yeah, you don't listen to that either. Just set stuff on it. That'd be awesome. Well, Natasha is Turn actually. Natasha is actually five foot ten and weighs. I thought it said twenty first. It's actually twenty one stone. <gasps> yeah, she's a big girl. Oh, yeah, I'm five ten. I was going to say I'm six foot two and I'm a big lad. Well, and she- I must weigh, I reckon, about fifteen to sixteen stone, just to give you an idea. Yeah, and she's so double me. Well, yeah. well, <gasps> she actually makes a living from selling her videos and photographs to big bum fanatics. Big bum? That's an understatement. You know, I'm thinking big bum fanatics, fet fetishes. Yeah, fet fetishes, foot Mm. fetishes. I need to sell myself myself and my stuff to someone because i got to retire from the post office what are you, what like are you selling anything i'll sell anything <laughs> no no you that. won't you won't yeah won't. Don't, don't say that on the I radio heather's manager direct it all to me <laughs> and if you want to send you want that traffic huh yeah <laughs> well anyway she said the more i gain the better my bum will be yeah yeah. This is Sweden, is it? I'll do, yes. Yes, okay, it is. Right, yeah. I'll do whatever it takes to have the world's biggest bum, yeah? Maybe I'll have body dysmorphia or something, but I don't feel like it is even that big. I <gasps> definitely want it bigger, yeah? <laughs> the Swede was just 20 when she had her first cosmetic procedure and admits it is, she's now addicted to going under the knife. When I was a teenager, I had my body started to change. I got the boobies, and I got the bum bum, and I love my body so much, yeah? Since I've 
been having these surgeries. I've had three bazillion butt lifts as well as boob jobs. I also have the filler and lots of other procedures. I just love the feel of my big bum when I walk. I feel all the jiggling, jiggling, and jiggling. Wow. And I start to feel horny with no! myself, yeah? She <laughs> <laughs> <Too> might. <laughs> yeah, let's destroy the broke the camera. I really back. have to show you a picture of this lady's bum. It is freaking huge. <laughs> I walked it's around ginormous. it and came back with an accent. I know it has its own <laughs> gravitational pull. Let me tell you, wow. it's big. It's so large I can't get over it. Oh! If you sit on the remote control, you've lost it, haven't you? I'm thinking of that Far Side cartoon no, with the dog yeah. and the butt yes, wedged <laughs> into the woman's bottom. I am going to mention one thing oh, and one only thing one. only. Adrian told his story years ago. Yes. Would you like to relate the story? I got removed off of a radio station for telling this story. Yes, you did. You know, we do sail close to the wind, and we are in the round of Not For Your We're Mother, the and edge. there is a line that you shouldn't cross. Well, yeah. I was reading it. out a story like we do every week on this radio station. That's right. And it's a very yeah. famous radio station. They do have lots of shows. And I read they a do. story out about a woman who sat on her cat and killed it. And Aww. she couldn't find it. And it was exactly like the far side. She was such a large lady. Do you know that show, My 600 Pound Life? Yes. We're in that area, right? Right. Unfortunately for the cat, when it died and they couldn't find it for a few weeks and it disappeared, it wasn't round the front. Do you see where we're going with this? No. Was, yes. Nope. Yes. It nope. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yes, And I read was. this story out. It was, in the, it in, was the, in the front. Yes. It was in the crevice. In the, yes. Disappeared. I like that word. It starts with a G. Do you really? Gagina? Aunt. Oh, I thought oh. it was gajunt. <laughs> <laughs> this will now be the second radio show that I have <laughs> been removed on, and I never even said these things. Um, no. But I got taken off air. I got removed from a radio and station. And you were just reporting the story. Oh, it was that was the, real. It was on the BBC News, and I just read it out. Did your mother make that accomplishment part of your shrine? Yes. Mm. Yes, she My mother did. doesn't know about such wonders. <laughs> There's many things my mother doesn't know about. Well, I have one more story for you, and We've I got know time. you're itching for it. We've got time. I'm Let's just itchy. squeeze it in. Well, I'm going to really help you. It involves Florida. Oh, yes. Florida! Nice. It involves a masseuse. Yay! And I think she's from Japan. So we're oh. doing really good. We're ticking all the boxes. So Japanese Florida massage is just petting for humans. I just told you I like petting. We need to go to a heavy petting zoo then. (laughs) (laughs) After getting busted for offering an undercover cop a happy ending, Florida (gasps) masseuse me suck suck bay no no <laughs> yes that's no. her name no. no that's her name it's me suck suck bay bay mr that's and right. mrs suck suck bay do you want to call your daughter me <laughs> in the christening yep me suck suck bay is in jeopardy of losing her massage therapist oh, license no oh, according no. to state records 
Bay 61 or Suck <gasps> Bay. No. Was arrested 61. in De- <laughs> was arrested in December after she agreed to masturbate an undercover Jacksonville Sheriff's Office <laughs> investigator. According to the police report, the 62-year-old masseuse who worked at Jacksonville's Victoria Spa was charged we'll with offering <laughs> to engage in prostitution. Bay <sighs> subsequently entered a no context, uh, yeah, context or contest plea to the reduced charge of breach of peace. She was ordered to pay about $300 in fines and court fees. In light of Bay's plea, the state's Board of Massage Therapy this month filed an administrative complaint seeking to sanction the masseuse who was actually first licensed in August of 2012. Massage therapists, the complaint notes, are required to maintain patient boundaries and cannot engage in sexual activity with their patients. I didn't know that was a rule. I think that's <laughs> that definitely a, a rule. <laughs> Not Damn even it. a guideline. I think it's a law. It's grandfathered really? grandfather in. <laughs> yeah. would, would you call it a hard and fast rule? Mm, yeah. No, I like the quick and slow. <laughs> Quick and slow. <laughs> Quick and slow. <laughs> the police are looking into it. <laughs> well, Bay, who also uses the surname, I thought it said submarine. God, I gotta quit drinking. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, now you agree with me. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, she also uses the surname Gladstone. Faces a permanent revocation or suspension of her massage license. A restriction of practice or lesser penalties. So, Miss, what was her name? Me sucks, sucks, Bay. Wow. The police are ready to go back five times to gather more evidence. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, all good things come to an end. So, let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery. It is Chad who never got off. Oh. A rather Aww. small. Little four, he wins the freshly squeezed cow (laughs) delivering chocolate milk. (laughs) I finished in third place on a rather larger six, and I'll be getting a train ticket in Japan and a certificate very shortly. In second place is Michelle on seven, (laughs) who wins a night watching her neighbours online. And the winner in resplendent first place, winning the $33,000 IR camera in a weekend away in a ghost town with the tumbleweed and dust is Miss Morris, who managed to get to a rather large, rounded, symmetrical eight. I still don't forgive you. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time, and I'd love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show, and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee, or you can join my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. Remember, right now, we're going to go on to SoundCloud to do a round called Not For Your Mother that we can't read out on air. So if you go to SoundCloud.com, search for MQ. TA Radio and everything will be there with you. My gratitude and greatest sanctuary extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Chaton Drainer, Chad Peters, Michelle Corey, and all of the International Paranormal Society at Intparanormal.net. You have been listening to more questions than answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. With your host Adrian Lee, we are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment, the light before the darkness. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening. And remember, be interested and interesting. 
good night.